How are designers like us supposed to know where to begin every project? What questions to ask, selecting materials, how to spec processes, how to be sustainable? If you're asking these questions, this show's the answer. All right, packaging peeps, I've got a special message from our sponsor, idpdirect.com. If you want a more transparent supply chain and color consistency across your entire retail packaging program, check out idpdirect.com. Not only do they make some of the most beautiful luxury retail packaging around the world, they're factory direct, meaning you speak directly with a factory making your packaging, not a middleman. Check out idpdirect.com and schedule a consultation anywhere in the world near you. idpdirect.com. All right, fashion packaging. So fashion packaging, what is that? It's like retail packaging, right? So we're talking about uh, when you walk into a store and you pick out clothing for yourself and you walk out of that store with packaging in hand. What do you typically walk out with? Shopping bag, garment bag, possibly a pouch, rigid boxes, those beers style boxes, those boxes you get at Macy's that are impossible to put the base and the lid together because they're the same exact size. That's retail packaging. Now, stores like Nordstrom or Neiman's where they've got different departments, these department stores, that definition of packaging gets a little bit broader because they've got cosmetics in that cosmetic stand. They've got specific packaging for that group. Um, then they've got you know menswear or they've got a suit area so that has garment bags they've got a women's area which has dresses and you know gowns those have long garment bags all these different variety of packaging that we see every day when we go shopping or when we used to go shopping that's retail packaging what do I bring that up is I talk to a lot of startups a lot of fashion startups and they'll pull examples of these things that they've seen in these major department stores or again like that beers style box. And they think maybe that's the only way that I can go because it's a cheap solution. Or they go to you know, a jewelry store and they find some really cool packaging there. Um, I think if you're a startup in the fashion space, there's a lot of different ways that you can tackle packaging. Um, you know, depending on what you're looking for, what, what area you're in, if you're just a startup, you know, MOQs for luxury retail packaging are going to be on the higher end. Or, or if they're willing to do low volume, then we're talking really expensive. So if you're a startup in fashion and you need packaging, Here's the way that I would start. Measure out your product when it's folded. If you've got a variety of different shirts, you've got a variety of different shorts, skirts, those types of things, fold them up. Try to fold everything into a generally into generally the same size so that you can create this footprint so that you know how big your packaging has to be. If you've got something larger like sports coats and jackets, you know, fold those up and see what that size is. Or if they're items that can't be folded, then hang them up, measure them out. There's some standard sizes for garment bags. No problem there. But what you want to do is you want to figure out your groups. You want to create these columns of product, small leather goods, tops, bottoms, soft goods that you can fold and collapse down to a general, into generally the same size than your larger items. Now, based on that, you can take those dimensions and talk to a packaging company and say, look, these are the three sizes that I need to address. Uh, what you don't want to do is try to package each individual item or each individual product group men's shirts, women's shirts, women's skirts into their own packaging. Because what happens is you spread yourself so thin and the volumes are low in each of those that it ends up costing you way too much money. So by folding those up and, and creating actual groups of sizes, not of products, you can narrow it down to maybe three or four sizes of boxes that you'll need. Then you're able to achieve economies of scale. Right? So instead of buying a thousand men's shirts, a thousand for women's skirts, you can actually buy two thousand or five thousand or even just getting to a thousand might be might be difficult. So you want to increase the number, you want to increase the volume that you're ordering and decrease the number of SKUs. Just a, a simple way to do that. 
then when you're working with a packaging company, you want to make sure that what you're trying to create is an experience for that consumer. You know, look at boxes with a hinge. Look at maybe a two-piece box, a base and a lid. When you're looking at those boxes, one of the things to consider is that there's a lot of air trapped in there. So if they're not collapsible, that means if they can't fold flat, and even rigid boxes, they can fold flat. If they can't fold flat, then you're going to have to pay to store those. So you've got storage costs involved. And when there are boxes out there that collapse flat, they might be a little bit more money per item, but you save yourself a ton on the storage cost, on the shipping cost. So there's a lot of different things to weigh out if you're, you know, if you're a startup looking for packaging. Then you've also got uh, garment bags, and there's a ton of different types of garment bags. You know, there's non-woven, which is a really inexpensive material. You, know, you can have it with a zipper, you can have it without a zipper. Uh, then there's also poly bags. Poly bags suck, but sometimes that's what you have to use. As a poly bag, they can come on a roll. There are some high volumes for that, but they, you know, they can come on a roll and they're a color and they've got a logo on them. Really basic stuff, but essentially it's something that can't be thrown into the curbside recycle bin. You can talk to a poly bag maker and it'll say it's recyclable, which it technically is if somebody takes that and walks it all the way over to the grocery store. But I'm not going to go down that path and, and rant about non-recyclable, recyclable poly bag. There's also a ton of other items out there. There's some paper bags that actually replace poly bags. They're translucent to some degree. You can see the product inside. Just a ton of different options for you to go look at. Again, if you're in fashion looking to get started in packaging, size your product out. Do that on your own. Don't give it to a packaging company to do it. You can do it. If you've got any questions on how to achieve that, just send me a message. I'm happy to walk you through it and, and give you the steps to create your own size audit for your fashion brand. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us on the show. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to The Packaging Podcast. That way, you can get an insightful podcast every day. The Packaging Podcast is hosted by me, Avelio Matos. If you enjoyed the show, pay it forward by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. It'll help grow the show and support our growing audience. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk soon.